welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week where Rangers have got the job done in the Scottish Cup, which was obviously the main thing. Obviously, before that, we get a massive result against Aberdeen, um, which seen as obviously go joint and talk until Celtic played Hibs and got that penalty in the, <laughs> the last minute, which <clears throat> sees them go three uh, ahead again. But we've obviously got that game in hand, which is coming up uh, on Wednesday, so... We'll talk through the air game first, our thoughts on that, and then obviously we'll talk about the, the Ross County game going into that one, which realistically, if a lot of people would maybe look at it and be like, it's Ross County, but this is um, that part of the season where you can't take any game for granted, really. Um, it's all going to be their own kind of challenge, especially, I mean, air even was as well. So if you do enjoy the podcast, if you could like, subscribe and share. Um, and we'll go on to air first then, obviously. A bit of a weird one, half five uh, on Saturday. It's kind of my own... Um, routinely going to Rangers games on a Saturday at three, but um, I anyway it was on the telly, um, and the man in your your image there, Oscar Cortez, put on the show for um Rangers fans. Realistically, it was it was a really tough um watch a lot of the time. It was kind of just a typical cup game. French players obviously playing team maybe wasn't as cohesive as it has been under Clement with so many changes at the one time. Air obviously putting up a bit of a fight. Um but I am I it would just felt inevitable we're going to win the game. We eventually get the second goal through Fabio Silva and that was really it. Uh, the air game was kind of just I labelled under get through <laughs> to the next round. Get through the next round and obviously give some of these uh, new players a chance to get full ninety minutes in there. <clears throat> their debuts, their systems. Uh, no, I mean, I thought the Colombian boy ripped up. Sensational. Looked like a quality player. Uh, it was just a shame that, obviously, he had to go off and uh, somehow Scott Wright got a full 90 minutes. Um, I don't really know why Scott Wright is still, as I say, here, but um, I <laughs> get full 90 minutes for this. Um, no, I mean, as you say, it was job done, simple enough. Um, but I could, couldn't help but think we we could be using, obviously, a man like Shanklin. As I say, I'm, I'm happy with Fabio. I like Fabio, but some of the chances we created and stuff, I was just thinking, so if we had a real finisher, I think we would, the game would have been a lot more than obviously what it was. Um, and obviously, Shanklin got an R2 yesterday, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I keep going on about the boy, but, man, if we had something like that, as I say, I just think some of the chances we create, obviously, just think to myself, he would just obviously rip up for us. But I, as I say... Obviously, an opportunity for some of the, the new lads to come on. I thought the two of them did well as well, obviously, the boy. Um, but we're definitely signing the summer. I thought he did pretty all right. Um, but Jack is Jack done decent as well. Um, but aye, overall, mate, it was just a job done kind of game, wasn't it? Aye, and obviously, speaking specifically on <clears throat> Mohamed Diamandi and Oscar Cortez, I thought um, Cortez, I mean, for, for the minute the game started, was... Positive. He had the post. He had a couple of chances. He obviously got the assist for Barisic. Probably should have got a penalty as well. Um, really, really strong showing for him. Um, I think the last couple of games he's came on, he's kind of came on the last twenty minutes or so. He's not really affected the game as much for an attacking sense, but he's came on. And he's done the job for the team, which has kind of got us over the line in the games. Uh, this was his proper like first outing for the start to to flourish, and I think he he's just totally different from. Um, Rabi Matondo on the left-hand side. Rabi Matondo is explosive. He's, he looks to beat you with pace, but Cortez has got that trickery about him. He's also got the build about him to be able to obviously hold off players as well. And I think for, for me going forward, you know I love Matondo, but the, I think that's Cortez's place to lose for, for the, the foreseeable as we kind of go on. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, <clears throat> Matondo's done well in the past couple of games. He scored a couple of goals. 
But I think just the quality is shown through here. Um, with Cortez, obviously, it's only one game. It's only a couple of sub-appearances. But I think in the long run, he'll probably be the the mainstay there until um, you've got a guy like Seema back as well. But Diomandi as well, just, again, looks a kind of class above what we have in the midfield. He's kind of dynamism. He's with the play, the, the touches he takes, the skill really reminds me a lot of Glenn Kamara, but just a bit more forward thinking. Um and I, I really liked what I saw for him. And obviously the other new recruit, Fabio Silva, um, aye, he's just absolutely miles ahead of Cyril Dessers. It's unbelievable. And he's only he's only played a few games. Um aye, the quality that he's shown again is is unbelievable and another goal to match it. I was a lucky boy though, not to get sent off. Um he had a couple of Maybe fifty fifty challenges that could have went the other way, but um, I I think his general play was just outstanding again. No, I, yeah, again, as I say, I was happy. Obviously, I've got to give credit to Barisic because I know if you don't give credit to um players, obviously, council come forget the comments. But I fantastic goal for Barisic. Um, I know also Raskin's one that's getting the seems to be getting abuse at the moment or what have you. Um, that's obviously something we don't obviously. Do that, <clears throat> but um, apart from Barisic, apart from Barisic, I've got right. But I know, listen, fantastic goal. Um, I could never have seen, as I say, Barisic scoring something like that. But I, back to Fabio, as I say, just showing all the qualities and you're on about there. Maybe a lucky boy or what have you. I do think the referee was just looking to give out the cards. You know what I mean? We all, we all know about the ref, but I, as I say, Fabio yet again hit the back of the net. Um, I. Just positive, as I say, just to go through and get down to the next round, which is obviously Hibs. So it's a massive game there coming up, and we'll obviously see how we get on with that one. Nah, obviously it's a tough one going into the the quarterfinals, but um, obviously that draw was made yesterday up at Easter Road. It's always going to be kind of a tough game, but um, that will take care of itself, obviously, when it comes around. I think there's still, I think it's about a month to that game, so time to kind of park this cup away again and think about that in the future. But, um, aye, Barisic's goal took it well, to be honest, although it went through with a deflection. Um, he took it well. Um, and my, my only problem is we didn't score um, enough. enough goals. We didn't take enough chances, and that's where I come back to your point that you <laughs> made at the start there. Um, the clinical striker that I think we probably would have needed, although... Um, Fabio Silva's doing a great um, turn up front. He's scored a couple of goals now. It's the chances that are falling to guys like Lorne Shankland and Boyan Miofsky. You watch at Hearts and um, Aberdeen. They just take them. Uh, there's only one chance and they take them. And I feel like that's where we really struggle. And I f that's my kind of worry going into this part of the season now. Because, I mean, Dessler's had that purple patchy one point of the month. He was scoring. He's now not delivered in the last two or three games. He didn't even see the... Um, the pitching Saturday, which he was really um, annoyed about when he was he was warming up and he thought he wasn't going on, he he did really sulk and went back to the bench and kind of just, mm. um, aye, that that was another one. Um, but he's he's not delivered against Aberdeen. I thought he was he had chances again against Livingston as well. He came on, he had a chance. Aberdeen, he had um, he had a couple of chances. But I think he's just all round play is is so much weaker than than Fabio Silva. Um. But I, I'm kind of still looking to to what we could have done in January, bringing in that kind of decisive number nine that would would it would decide games for you, um, realistically. But we've got the two of them. Um, Kamar Roof, I think, will hopefully be back at some point as well. So that gives you three. God knows how long he'll be actually back for, but that'll give you three strikers. Hopefully, to go into the 
the run in way, which is is needed. But um, I think for Fabio Silva, he's he's one of the first names in the team sheet for me at the moment. Um, these performances, <clears throat> obviously, <clears throat> you spoke about Nico Raskin there as well. I think it's just maybe a case of him nursing his way back in for injury. Um, I think the quality we've seen is there. I, I actually kind of agree with some people, though, thinking, right, what does Raskin actually offer us as a, as a player? Because it's something I've actually thought about in the past couple of weeks is like, what is his best traits as, as a player? Obviously, he's good kind of midfield-wise, like playing passes in and out and um, sort of filling in at the back and stuff. But when it comes to attacking sense, he kind of, again, like most of the midfielders we tend to sign, can't really go forward. Like Lundstrom, like Jack, Kamara, obviously, back in last season. Um, Diomandis hopefully going to be a bit different to that. But um, even Sterling to an extent. But I don't know. I think he's maybe just, we're, we're playing decent football and getting results. Somebody has to take the flack for that um, at some point. So I think Raskin obviously is at the moment, but still firmly in Raskin's corner. I think he's a quality player and I think it will just hopefully in time when he gets more games and stuff, it will, will shine through. But there's no kind of debate that he's probably going to be on the bench for the next couple of games because I don't see him kind of winning his, his space back with the, with the performance that he put in on Saturday. No, I can definitely, as you say, I can probably see him drop to the bench, but... I just think for me, as you just said, then I think it's just nursing your way back in, obviously, for injury. Different, as I say, with players like Cantwell, what have you, you just know as, as a player then, you just want to turn up and deliver. And he is, he is doing that now, which is fantastic. And that's what you want to see, as I say, with Asking. I just feel like it is a case of maybe just getting himself fully back up. Um, and also asking the right questions there, probably. What does he bring going forward? I mean, I couldn't really tell you, to be fair. Um, so I, but as I say, I was impressed, obviously, with, with the. Yeah, boy, we've obviously signed there as well, Diamante. I'm impressed with him. There's a lot of competition now, obviously, in that, that park. So we'll see who obviously steps up and takes it, as I say. But I was Scott Wright playing a full 90. I just couldn't get over it. I'm sorry. I couldn't. If we're going to give MD stick or MD, it's got to be Scott Wright, as I say, man. It's, I think I it's don't... maybe just the case Clement did. I can't remember if Ross McCausland came on the pitch, but. I don't think no. he did. Um, I think it's maybe just the case of giving him 90 minutes so he didn't have to play McCausland and I keep him fresh. I honestly, I'd rather he just kept my Colombian Donny on. And I, nah, I, I thought that at the time as well when obviously Matondo was getting warmed up. I would have moved Cortez or Matondo out to the, the right-hand side and I would have took off Scott Wright. And I think it's just the, the issue with Scott Wright is if he's so glaringly the only player in that team that started uh, that's so like below the the quality that's required. Um, I think against Air again, he was he had moments where he, he he took the ball at pace and looked positive, but it's all just in the that's, the final parts of his play. It's the cross that never meets the player. It's the shot that's off target. It's the aye, it just he's, his final product. It's just clear at Rangers. It's just moments. It's not consistent. It's just moments. Do you know what I mean? We know obviously if we make the final. I'll be starting scoring. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, I don't know anything he turns up, as I say, but it just makes, as I say, obviously getting players minutes and what have you, but I'd have just clicked my Colombian Donny on and I'd have put Matondo or whoever out there. Um, but I, as I say, was just getting the job done, obviously getting some confidence about the play as well um, and going on to Wednesday night. Aye, of course, it gets you into that draw and then you're back to league action. Surprisingly for me, when I was looking up this game, the last time we played Ross County was in August. 
Um, it was under Michael Beale, so for a team Philippe Clement hasn't played yet. Um, obviously, it was supposed to be on Boxing Day or the day after, I believe, and it get obviously cancelled. It's now um, two nothing that day. Um, I believe Tom Lawrence and um, had had a, a couple of assists that day. Played really well and Tavernier and Matondo with the goals. So Ross County are under really hard times and now obviously managers resigned Derek Adams and uh, he can happily go out to Scottish football because he's just um, an absolute idiot um, so I think even Ross County fans will be happy to see him go but they've had a tough time this season down there with, with Livingston, St Johnston, Aberdeen even at the moment um, so they're needing an upturn in form, they're needing to start getting results um, but they're obviously coming to Ibrox where we need to win the game as well. And I think um, this is the team I would I would go to play that game. I think Gilmaz comes back into the the team again. Mm-hmm. Tom Lawrence, similar to done with Ryan Jack, he, he left Lawrence out of the game for just kind of managing his minutes, which I think is actually really good management for for the gaffer for once, not just throwing players in and letting them play multiple minutes and just stupid sub appearances for no reason. He's managing the players that are obviously nursing injuries and are quite injury prone. Um, so I think Lawrence will come back in with lunchroom. I liked um, Tom Lawrence against Aberdeen. I thought he played really well in there. And again, similar to the the two midfielders, the sitting midfielders, we don't need more than Lundstrom in there. It needs to be kind of full-on attacking to break teams like this down. So I think Lawrence will play. I wouldn't be surprised to see Diomandi actually play as well. But um, I think, I, as we were saying there, I think Raskin has um, all dropped to the bench. And um, McCausland Cantwell will come back in. Um, I think, obviously, as we spoke, Scott Wright not required um, the standard that we need. McCausland has, has been really good, um, obviously, since he's came into the squad. Cantwell, we didn't even speak on, but I thought, again, he made a really good sub-appearance at, at the weekend. I think he just looks more confident when, when he's playing now. He's um, definitely looking like the player of last season again, so that's obviously a positive. And then I, I would keep Cortez in, as I said, um, and, and Fabio Silva leading the line, but I think that the main positive now is there's so much more competition where you could you could possibly even pick Barisic in there. You could put Balogun obviously back in. Davies was on the bench, so you've got him coming back. Dujon Sterling, I think, will be suspended for this one. Um, but I, as I say, you've got Raskin and, and you've got Jack and stuff. So there's there's options there. There's players that will probably miss out in the bench as well. But aye, there's enough there to go and beat Ross County, which is going to be. As we say, quite a tough one. Um, considering they need to bounce back, obviously they've got a new interim manager, Don Cowie. Um, they need to bounce back. They need to start getting results. But aye, we need to win this game and hopefully buy a couple of clear goals to go top of the league. Uh, I mean, you just said it there, and obviously it'll be a difficult game. But I'm just talking we turn up here, and this is a good, a good couple of goals in the back. And as you say, Cantwell starting to be the player that we've seen this time last year, which is fantastic. Lawrence starting to perform as well, obviously. The competition in there, but for me, this is a game where I'm hoping for a four or a five here just to just to make a wee bit of a statement there. Um, as you say, so I, I mean, Yalmaz for me definitely uh, comes back in. Um, I don't think he drops over at all. McLaughlin comes back in as well, launched him as well. So, as you say, as well, it's a squad obviously where rough players are fighting for, for obviously their minutes, and that's just as I say, that just that just shows you the levels the manager obviously coming in as well, and everyday fighting, striving, as you say, with Tom Lawrence as well. You know for a fact under previous managers, Lawrence would have probably maybe came on for like the last 15 and potentially have got injured and then you're kicking yourself for this game coming up here. So positive for the manager also just to leave him out and watch for the stands. Um, but for me, as I say, Diamante as well, it's a player I'm looking at 
potentially maybe starting as well. But this game definitely for me has got to be free up. So say four or five or what have you, man. This has got to be a game where nah. we just want to make a statement. Nah, go out there and just play play good football, and that's what I'm saying. Like <clears throat> the the introduction of Lawrence into that midfield just gives you so much attacking threat um to, to go forward and make that happen. So I'm looking forward to the game on Wednesday. Hopefully, again, it'll be another job done. I think we, last week's game against Aberdeen, a lot of people maybe get hung up on the the fact that we might go top of the league if we score this amount of goals. Just at first, win the game. But um, I would like to see um, some more um, some more goals in this one. Um, against Ross County, are obviously been struggling and defensively struggling as well. Some of the goals have lost in um, some uh, weeks previous have been have been really poor. So. I think it's a good opportunity for us to 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 put out a statement, as you said, and then go into the weekend um, against St Johnston away on Sunday, which again always a really kind of tough game. It's really obviously uh-huh. Perth is just poor to go to. St Johnston are a really annoying team to play, I would say, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the surface isn't great. But hopefully we go in we we just confidence. We keep building and building. I mean, we're winning games all the time, so hopefully that kind of keeps continuing. That's the most important thing, as you see, obviously, people are getting hung up on it. We might not get many goals we had to score last week, whatever you, but as long as we keep winning, that's all we can do. We can only control that, obviously. As I say, the t- team can only turn up and play as well as they do and continue to win. Um, but for me, as I say, this game here coming up, I will, I'm all looking for the Rangers team to turn around and put four or five in the back of the net here. Nah, we need to start showing that we're clinical as well. I mean, as you say, with the amount of chances, I think we had 26 shots against there and we only scored two goals. That's what I'm saying. If you have somebody like Shanklin there, just imagine many more goals you get there. Do you know what I mean? And as I say, I don't mean to keep going on about him, but it's the only one you can use, for example. As I say, and obviously you can use the boy for Aberdeen as well, but we, we all know likely he's no, you can't see that one happening this summer. But I, I just think if we have a clinical finisher in there, do you know what I mean? We get a couple more goals. But say, go on, as long as we keep winning, that's all we can do, man. No, that's exactly it. So, aye, that was the episode. Hopefully, go into Wednesday, positive game, um, and then into the weekend with another aye, victory. I'm, I'm no joking, you're right. I, obviously, I was watching the game in the house and what have you. When they brought Fabio for the interview after the game, it, Stephen Craigan was talking about it, and I don't know what he, I can't remember what he said to him or something. And uh, Fabio turned around and said, Oh, it's an honour to hear that for somebody like yourself. I swear to God, Fabio said that to Stephen Craigan. I'm not kidding. As well as Fabio Silva being, being sitting when he was back home aye. watching Stephen Craigan highlights, aye? Aye, bring it all, I know. No, but as I say, just keep doing what he's doing, man. He's doing well, obviously. I would like to be him a bit more, as I say, clinical. Um, but as I say, fantastic player. And hopefully, just keeps it up, man. Nah, I, th- I think just to finish on Fabio Silva, I think we has all round kind of play. It's just. It's just what I've wanted to see since, obviously, we, we brought in Dessers and Danilo and stuff. I think Danilo does a bit of it, but I think you can see the fact the level that Fabio Silva's played at. And he's obviously had that experience. He's only 21 still. I think a lot of people maybe forget that. Like He's had that amount of experience at this age, and he's coming over here. And I think he's maybe playing some of his most established football we'll say like maybe there was bits to improve at every every kind of team but it looks like he's just playing probably the best he has he obviously had a good loan spell out in PSV last season as well so aye it's getting to the point where we're falling in love again with another loan player that we're not going to be able to yeah, probably get at the end of it so that's another thing I mean you just think obviously for him as well being such a young lad with such a hefty price fee as well that's got to mentally do you know what I mean? You've got to behind yourself, right? I've got to perform here and justify the money. But as I say, man, you can tell he's enjoying his football. Obviously, he said that as well. So 
as I say, it's just happy to see players happy. And as you say, another lone player to fall in love with and break your heart at the end of the season, which is obviously fantastic. So, aye. Aye, brilliant. So, aye, we'll be back next week with another episode covering the, the St. Johnson game and then looking ahead to, to the game after that, which is Hearts at home, I think, isn't it? Oh. Aye, so we'll be looking ahead to that. So, we'll see you then.